to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 262, The Keeper of the Tracken. My name is John, and joining me is my good friend who is also trying not to melt in the hot California sun, Taylor. Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, uh, hot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got the I got the AC going. I got the fan going. It is um it is very very warm over here on which Definitely. apparently is the la- the quote unquote last weekend of summer. Right. Yeah, they'd like us to think that. Yes. yes. <clears throat> Fall is a long ways off. Yeah. If there's extra noise in the background, folks, sorry. <laughs> we've got fans yeah. and AC running. Um, Everything. We've managed. We've managed to get down to ninety five. Oh, good. Right now, That's at great. 8.30 in the evening, uh, we were at an all-time high of 116 today. Yeah, I don't know what the high was <laughs> today. I mean, I, I don't know if I could, it'll actually tell me. 103. 103. That's still really toasty. Yeah. That's oh, that's Los really Angeles, toasty. not the Valley. 104. There we go. That's Yeah. And chances of rain on Saturday. I don't know what that's about. That Yeah, there's a, what is say, a tropical depression off of Baja right now Ooh. that is kind of kicking moisture up your way Oof. i know hey climate change folks. yes very weird. oh boy <clears throat> very yeah. very weird Whoa. so other than the heat you're doing well um yeah literally i mean we had you know the nice long weekend um which admittedly i you know i still tried to be productive with stuff that i wanted to do but a lot of it was just getting to a point in the day and going okay time to hunker down make sure the curtains are closed up, you know, yeah. but, um, we still managed to do, um, you know, a fair bit of stuff, tinkered with some hot wheels, tinkered with the engine, helped Kobe with, uh, you know, some of the products that he's shipping out and stuff, you know, cables need repinning so I can sit there while the kids are playing video games or whatever and repin cables. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So it was all good. All good in the grand scheme of things. Wonderful. Yeah. Not ready to get back to work tomorrow, though. Oh, no, I, I am not either. <laughs> not at all. Well, oh, I mean, man. before you know, before we uh, we get into that and then you know finish the episode and get back to work tomorrow. Ugh, what is yeah. uh, what's making us happy this fortnight? Well, I obviously haven't uh, had a chance on Podcastica to share how uh, Silicon SJ was. Uh, oh yes, last weekend. Yes. I got to talk about it on All Night with the Living Geeks, which folks, there's a new episode of all night with the living geeks out our first of three episodes about hellier so go and check that out but yes silicon was a lot of fun you know obviously i've only really got gallifrey to compare it to yes um and it was interesting seeing so many fandoms other than doctor who represented at a convention um the whole family had a great time we all definitely want to go again um, yeah. which is fantastic when you've got all five of us going, yes, that was a good experience. Granted, the San Jose Convention Center food offerings lack a little bit. Uh, that was the only downside, um, but it was it, it was a blast. The, the convention floor itself was huge. We didn't make it into a single panel <laughs> um, the entire time because we were literally were just walking around checking everything out. Yeah. Um, and obviously... 
the kids both got to have a photo op and an autograph with Adam Savage Very uh, cool. from Mythbusters. Um, and it, it was it was fantastic as, as a dad to be able to watch my kid basically meet his hero. Yeah. Um, he, he was every single time like it was just overwhelmed with emotion. It, it was tears, but it was happy tears. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was, that was really neat. You know, the simple fact it's like, you know, you just the fact that you get to talk to the guy for a yeah. couple minutes, uh, while getting an autograph and, you know, you get a fist bump and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's just, it's really, really cool. Um, and it's still, you know, they both got their pictures in frames now and up on their walls. Love it. And stuff. Yeah. It was, it was really great. It was really great. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, obviously we saw, um, other people and other celebrities there, you know, mostly at a distance. Um, although I, I, I'm a little envious of Amber. She was kind of like kind of keeping our stuff safe at one point and was just chilling by a wall. But, you know, Carrie and Tori from Mythbusters walked by and she's just like shouting out, just, hey, Carrie, hey, Tori. And they're waving back at her and stuff. I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, some people from The Expanse were there. Um, the, the line... For people to get uh, Karen Gillan's uh, autograph was massive. Oh, I bet. Unsurprisingly. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. Uh, but yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. Some amazing cosplays uh, and everything there. It was so much fun. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we definitely we definitely want to go again uh, next year for sure. Great. So yeah, that's making me really happy. Plus the fact that we got some, we got some artwork. We got oh, some artwork fun. over there. Yeah. Kobe Kobe actually was like, hey, I want to get some of this stuff. I'm like, yeah, dude, do it. Um, and it actually just this evening, he was like, you know what? I've got this one left and I've got nowhere to put it. He's like, how do you guys feel if I put it against this wall in the dining room? And Amber was like, yeah, do it. She's like, we got to get a lot more like geeky, nerdy stuff and we can put it on that wall. And I was like, oh, yes, I like this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. I know. Yeah. What about you? What's making you happy? Oh boy, uh, yeah. it's been two weeks. Um, geez, uh, what I I can't even remember what I did last week. Wow. Yeah. Um, man, that's sad. That's sad that I can't remember that. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that 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 has been uh that's been fun and and happy. That's not out of the norm. That I that I you know had been well doing and your power hasn't gone out that's i mean <laughs> something to be happy about in this heat yes i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that out loud right now because oh boy hopefully hopefully we make right. it through now yep um geez what um what is making me happy i don't know if i if i really if i really have anything uh the you know the pups are doing well good uh lauren's doing well she's actually um she started to do sound design on an upcoming um, scripted podcast that he, she and her friends have been working on. Oh, yes. I think, feel like I saw something about that in her um, Instagram story. Yeah. You're going to love think. it. I'll just, that's all I'll tell you is. I look, I, I saw her little caption. I, I'm definitely going to be subscribing. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm excited about that. Um, and uh what else what else what else i don't know i think that i think that's uh that's pretty much it a, a lot of fun wrestling this weekend that's that made cool. me happy yeah good um oh you know what i don't know if i mentioned this last time and 
but hmm. there is uh, a new game. Did I mention Rumbleverse last time? Uh, no, I don't think you oh, did. Oh boy, guys, this game th- that's making me happy. This video All game, right. Rumbleverse. It's basically um, a battle royale style game, which is uh, basically everyone starts off in a match with nothing. Uh, the map gets smaller and smaller, and if you go outside the circle, you get like you take damage. Okay. Um, and then it's it's basically like last team standing wins. All right. So uh, you know it's it's a concept that's been around for a while. It's like Fortnite if you've ever played Fortnite. But this one is called Rumbleverse, and all the characters are professional wrestlers. Gotcha. Um, and you have to read. <laughs> You have to read like magazines or books within the game to get uh, moves, and by reading it, you just pick it up, hit a button, hit another button, and they read it, and then you have to move. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you drink protein powders to get stronger or oh run faster. Gosh. Oh my gosh! Uh, and you just you you just doing wrestling moves to people and trying to be the uh, the last uh, team standing, and it is super fun. Oh, you can like. You can jump like super crazy. Like you can jump on buildings. You can jump to from building to building. Oh you can my basically gosh, like wow. do like when the Hulk like grabs onto the side of a building and scales it. You can basically do that. It's it's a nutty game, and I really really like it. It's a lot of so fun. It's, it's wrestling meets rampage. Uh, yes. You punch the buildings. Yeah, and you, your giant kaiju. Uh, you know, what? I didn't really think <laughs> about that. But you can't, like, you can't punch the buildings, but you can climb up. You can scale up them. Um, the buildings aren't destructible, but that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Oh man! But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've been playing that um a lot and having a good time. And I think, whoa, excuse me. I think that's it. I took a nap today. That made me happy. Naps are always good. Oh man! Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so uh, that's um, that's it. Did you and you? Oh, you you plugged uh, you plugged up all night, so that's great. Yeah, yeah. I was going to mention it before uh, you know we got to the credits of the show. Well, we can <laughs> we can plug it there too. Never hurts. Yeah, absolutely. Never hurts. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, one thing that we want to do before diving into who news, and this is my fault because last time I meant to uh share this and just completely forgot so my apologies for that but after our state of decay episode um twitter user michael russell uh tweeted at us and he shared with us that his late husband steven bless him would use the term bowship to refer to any failed special effect (laughs) and i was so tickled by that i was like that's fantastic like we need to like honor his memory and and use that as a term for bad special effects, like he would be like, "Oh, look at that! That's a real bullshit." Now that—that's <laughs> a bullshit. Look at that. That's you know. And I'm like, "That is fantastic." I, I asked if we could share it, and he's like, "Yeah, absolutely. That would be great." So I, I apologize for it being an episode late, but um, everyone, let's let's refer to bad special effects as a bullshit. As a bullshit, I'm fine. As I'm fine ship. with that. That sounds I great. Love it. I love it. Was State of Decay really the last episode we did? No, two episodes. Oh, ago. we did Warriors Gate. Yeah. I love State of Decay. Yes. It's fun. All right. Okay, so a bow ship. That's a real yeah. bow ship. That's a real now, bow ship. Now, when we say like a failed like a failed special effect, what what does that what does that entail? Oh, I mean, like I want to use think, it properly. Well, I, I I would imagine it's just any you know, like like we see some in State of Decay, just just a a a, a bad 
special effect. You you see what they're going for, uh. and it just doesn't quite hit the mark. Like I'll tell the story, like not this weekend, but last weekend we we had our kids watch Back to the Future for the first time. Loved mm. it, had a great time. Strangely enough, this weekend um, they were like, "We want to watch a movie," and I was throwing out some suggestions, and I was like, mm, well, "Ghostbusters." Ooh. And I was like, it's middle of the day. Shouldn't be too bad for my son. <clears throat> I think he can handle it. And they're like, okay, yeah, let's watch Ghostbusters. And so we watched Ghostbusters and some of the blue screen effects with the, um, with the devil dogs. Yes. Just don't hold up. Oh boy. So those are a and, real bow ship. Oh, they're a real bow ship. Okay, like you great. can very clearly tell that that is overlaid on the film. So I would have called that a bow ship. <clears throat> I love it. I love this. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the part of the movie that the kids had the biggest trouble with was Peter Venkman's behavior. Oh, they're like, um, yeah, he's really kind of sus. Like he's not like, like just trying to come on to women and stuff. And they're like, that's the problem we had with the movie. <laughs> I, like, I mean, okay, that's fine. Fair. That's a fair, that's a fair problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, not, not anything spooky <laughs> is his did you um have you watched the 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 newest one i not yet oh it's i very very much want to it's fun yeah it yeah. looks it i had a good time with it i watched it good. uh like a couple of weeks back it was great anyway nice yes let's um let's get to some who news yeah definitely um not a ton this time around but what we do have is Interesting. Uh, friend and friend of the show, Paul Cornell, is releasing a new comic. This is uh, I pretty much all kind of his creation. This is a, a um, concept that he came up with in uh, March of 2023 is when this drops. It's called The Witches of World War II. Oh. Um, and it is basically um, an original graphic novel um it's historical nonfiction about five real life practitioners of magic in britain in the 1940s um but he gives them an adventure against the nazis which didn't actually happen but you know he's like i'd like to think this is something they would do it's that it's plausible yes uh, and so we've we've got um uh the main protagonist is uh doreen uh i think valiente Okay. Um, and he actually worked with the Doreen Valiente Foundation to make sure that they were true to her character, which is like, I give that high praise. Oh, that's cool. Um, but amongst just, I'll just name one of the other people uh, who is involved in this, this attempt to, uh, you know, use magic against the horrors of Nazi fascism. Mm. Uh, we get Aleister Crowley involved. Oh, nice. And you know, it's always a party. Yes. When you've got Crowley involved. Absolutely. Um, so that I'm, I'm really going to want to check that out. And I know that I've got a bunch of like, you know, weirdo friends who are going to be kind of like, Oh, this is right up my alley. So um, it is available for pre-order both in the U S and the UK. The link in the show notes is to the U S Amazon. Uh, if you want to pre-order that, honestly, if there are other, um, uh, other avenues that don't necessarily fund uh, super billionaires, you know, by all means, go that route. That was just kind of one of the easiest ones to grab and check yeah. in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be one that's worth worth checking out. Great. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And our other bit of news, which I feel like we kind of had a feeling this was going to happen, but we kind of have it confirmed at this point um, by way of a magazine called Production Weekly. 
Who knew? I did not know that such a magazine existed. We now know that Series 14 uh, will begin filming in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I believe the tweet that I've got linked in there also shares that uh, Stefan Morris is now listed as line producer. Delmi Thomas is listed as production manager. I'm not familiar with either of them, but they're sharing the news just because I can. There you go. You know what news I would love to know? Uh, oh, I, I can take a guess. When, um, when, is, go ahead. when is the special coming out? Yeah, what is when's happening? the centenary special going to happen? Do we even and have a name it for it? Called? No. What is going on? Um, nothing good, because honestly, when the official BBC Doctor Who account shares like a picture of Jodie, like, kind of like looking like she's just remembered something, and goes, oh, when you realize that there's a new episode in six weeks, and the entire comments completely proceed to drag the account for being like yeah how about a date how about a title how about anything yeah um you know you're not doing well no um although you know here's hoping you know whoever comes on as like their social media manager next uh does a better job yeah uh i i have i'm i just have so many questions i'm just so confused as to what is what is happening yeah, I mean, I feel like this is a discussion we can save for after the centenary special, but it would be interesting to kind of kind of discuss how we may end up remembering. Um, I don't want to just say Jody's tenure, but let's say Chibnall's tenure. Yeah, I've, I've got a feeling we both. I think we all have feelings on that. We get a little roundtable going, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Especially like we could do an entire show on just uh, just between the finale of the last season and now <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah we could we could but we've got other episodes to talk about first yes yes we do this week we watched the keeper of Trekken, starring tom baker as the doctor matthew waterhouse as adric sarah sutton as nissa i guess introducing sarah sutton as nissa. yes um and i guess also introducing Anth- anthony ainley as the master uh, and and reasonably as tremus as well. yes yes dual roles but mainly yes mainly the uh the latter that you mentioned <laughs> uh was written by johnny Byrne, which is a great name and directed yes. by john black which is you know what that's also a great name the two johns did this there you go there first, you go first aired january 31st through february 21st 1981 and it is the sixth story of season 18 and that closes the book for us yes we went from watching the finale (laughs) to everything yeah so we're crossing it off the list but first we got to talk about it but before we can talk about it we have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at tardis wikia we do indeed and suffice it to say i think reading all the story notes over the course of season 18 (sighs) i think we've realized just how challenging this entire season was yeah. to produce. Hang tight, folks. It gets better. This story is the first part of a trilogy featuring the Master, who hadn't appeared since the Deadly Assassin back in 1976. Uh, the two following stories, Legopolis and Castrovolva, continue the story of his return. And, of course, continuing the tradition of the Master having aliases, you know, of Master Tremus is an anagram. 
Ah, uh, right. Mix the letters around yes. to get master. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Beavers is credited as the Melker to conceal the plot twist of the master's return. Yes. Uh, even after the identity of the person inside the Melker has been revealed in part three, the closing titles still credit Beavers as Melker. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the Melker statue itself was actually played by Graham Cole, who remained uncredited both on screen and in the radio times. So on behalf of Doctor Who fans everywhere, Graham Cole, thank you. We salute you. We do salute you. Um, so if Nissa's pre-companion appearance is discounted because she doesn't become a companion in the story, uh, this is the first TV story since The Massacre, which is the first Doctor story, in which the Doctor travels with only a male companion throughout, and it wouldn't happen again for another 36 years in The Return of Doctor Mysterio. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Doctor apparently keeps the ladies around quite a bit. I guess so. Uh, this is the first story to feature the master changing bodies on screen, though it's not a true regeneration, but rather the acquisition of another person's body, which frankly happens almost a little too easily. But uh, yeah, that was for later. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the master would change bodies again in the TV movie. Let's not forget our ectoplasmic snake. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. But he wouldn't actually regenerate on screen until Utopia. Oh, yeah. Just pretty impressive yeah. to be around that long and not actually regenerate on screen until the 10th Doctor's era. Wild. Um, yeah, seriously. The Master's TARDIS is shown to have offensive weapons, which it uses in its Melker form, and mm. uh, will again in Castor Valva, which we've already reviewed, so you can go back and listen to that. Yeah, check it out. Now, here's the fun stuff. Johnny Byrne's original outline was set in a medieval-type society, divided between the scientific greys, not alien greys. I know what you're thinking. Uh. I know what you're thinking. And the zealous blacks, uh, led by Hellas and Zorka, respectively. Zorka summons a being called Mogan that he believes is a demon, but whom the Doctor later realizes is the last survivor of a race of super beings with whom the Doctor, uh, sorry, with uh, fantastic mental abilities. Sorry, jumped lines there. Mogan (laughs) wants to take control of the powerful source in order to use Trocken as the launching pad for galactic conquest. Sounds kind of familiar. Yes. Zorka frames Adric for murder. 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 And the cliffhanger for episode two originally involved the Doctor, Adric, and Hellas on the brink of execution, about to be crushed between blocks of steel. Oh. A key element of part four was a stolen component from the TARDIS, which Mogan uses to construct a time disintegrator with which he plans to kill the Doctor. So literally, the Master wasn't involved in this at all? Correct. Wow. Okay. Correct. Um, uh, j- <laughs> uh, here's where it gets interesting. I've, I've officially have feelings about Chris Bidmead. Johnny Byrne was on holiday during the rewriting process. So Christopher Bidmead rewrote much of the story in a locked office, adding the medieval look and the name Tremus and the clock. Wow. Okay. Oh yeah. Chris Bidmead would uh, later go on to claim that Tremus was John Nathan Turner's idea. He disliked it because it made no sense. <laughs> That is the entirety of that note. I did not cut it short at all. 
Um, interestingly enough, the Trachonite blaster rifles are the same props used for the Skonos blasters last seen in the Horns of Nymon. Oh. Which we reviewed not too terribly long ago. No. So, yeah, welcome back, uh, blaster rifles. And lastly, and I could not leave this out, <sighs> Matthew Waterhouse immediately liked Sarah Sutton, understandably so, and recalled that he wanted to hug her. He did, and she slapped him. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> yep. Oh. And then every I... everyone on crew suddenly loved Sarah Sutton Mork. Very possibly. Oh. Very possibly. Ugh. I yeah. I'm maybe let's just leave it at that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right, Taylor. Before we we get into it, um, you have a world famous synopsis for us. So take it away. Alrighty, the Doctor and Adric are summoned to Trocken, where the Keeper, who's apparently able to astrally project or something, knows that something evil is about to happen. Amidst a whole bunch of medieval poli- medieval-esque politicking, not actually in medieval times, we're introduced to the Melker, who's a mixture of avant-garde statue trapped in calcified evil, and apparently TARDIS, because it's actually the Master inside there biding his time Whoa. and scheming his way into controlling the source. Not the sauce, that's different. Oh. Can the Doctor, Adric, and new friend Nyssa stop the Master from taking control of Trocken? Will the Master find a way around his 12th regeneration? Well, we know how it turns out. The Keeper appeared to us and dropped mad spoilers. Oh, boy, indeed. Well, uh, Taylor, what are your overall feelings about the the Trapper Keeper of Trotten? Good old Trapper Keepers. Um, I I mean, I liked it. I I don't know that I can say that I, I loved it. It, yeah. I feel like a lot of the story does get bogged down into what I call finger pointing in every direction. Yes. Um, like if Doctor Who was trying to like attempt Game of Thrones levels of intrigue, but had a budget of Doctor Who in the 70s <laughs> or the 80s, I guess at this point, this is what it would be like. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, it's it's really it's a lot of back and forth. Oh, these people are evil. But wait, no, these people are evil. But no, these guys are the good guys. But we think they're evil and everything's going crazy. Um, I honestly I was so focused on the fact that Anthony Ainley is playing Tremus that I forgot he's not the master yet. Right. I literally spent like the first episode and a half going, oh, 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 look at the wordplay he's dropping. Oh, he's being all sneaky. He's being like, where's the voice in the milker coming from? Oh, 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 wait, no, I was totally, shoot. (laughs) He's literally just playing Tremus. Um, Yeah, you know, so hey, credit credit to Jeffrey Beavers for, for, you know, playing me for a fool, like for a couple of episodes. Yeah. You know, but in terms of a story that, you know, has to go so far as to um, reintroduce the master, introduce someone who will go on to become a new companion, um, and at the same time actually have, like, a drama that's happening. Yeah. Well, okay, they, 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 they do a, a, a very manageable job. Yeah, but I think everything else kind of falls flat. <laughs> I've uh, in my and, uh, yeah. in my opinion, I, I thought Ainley was great um, throughout. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Sarah Sutton, amazing, great introduction of of a strong new character that will be going on journeys with us. 
Yeah, um, and I, I made an interesting observation about Nessa, but we'll talk about that later when we get to that, into yeah. her character more. Um, but again, I mean, you, you're you telling me that it looks like everyone who was on the writing team, uh, you know, here's what it originally is, and then somebody changes it, and then they start pointing fingers. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I thought this was, I thought it was fine for what it was. Um, but I, I uh, it was fine. I, yeah. I, I feel like there were parts where I was just like, this is, this is boring. And it kind of like seemed like a, a, um, <laughs> it, it didn't really seem like this, but I'm just going to say it felt like we, we got to a planet. We saw some people, yada, 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 the master's back. Um, <laughs> that's kind of how it felt to me. That's um, right. And next time we'll be watching. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, yeah. That's it, guys. That's the end of the episode. Um, Shortest episode that isn't a review of a trailer ever. Um, (laughs) But no, I mean, there was there was some good stuff, like I said. But overall, I was just kind of like, uh, all right, I get I get what we're trying to do. But, you know, the the guy sits in the seat. They need somebody else to sit in the seat. And the only thing that I'm kind of like, so how long has the master been chilling, you know? Yeah, I don't. Um, well, okay. So here, here's what we do have. Um, we do know that uh, Cassia um, has been um, kind of fascinated with the Melkor since she was a small child. Yeah. Um, and there's not really anything in the story explained as to how long these people live i'm going to say the keeper aside because i feel like the source probably extends his yes. life so your average troconite um is you're you're probably looking something akin to a human lifetime mm-hmm. so i would safely guess we're probably looking on the order of 35 to 40 years okay um and that that is just a guess now in episode 1 we at least kind of get kind of like a um an exposition on like how the milker even happens. Yeah. It's a, it's a fly, fly caught by honey. So anything the evil that tries to arrive on this planet, because this, this planet is so harmonious. Yes. I, I love when Dr. Who just deals in extremes, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's so harmonious that it literally calcifies and, abs- and is absorbed into the ground. Yeah. Which is, kind of insane but also really kind of novel yes like i like that and then we get like you know we get like little lines where it's like hey it's really kind of amazing how it it's taking so long to absorb into the ground it's like oh that's because something's up with this yeah you know um and stuff like that so yeah it's it's really i'm i'm guessing it has been on the order of decades for sure yeah i mean as soon as it's as soon as any in intruder with evil intent uh, shows up on the planet it's instantly basically just like medusa yeah for lack of a better term yeah yes. so absolutely so his his tardis gets medusa and looks like an avant-garde 80s statue yes <laughs> so weird i yeah. love it though i mean it, it's like and we kind of see the seeds being planted with uh the wife where she's like yep uh yeah i'll whatever you say statue man i got it don't worry oh yeah Definitely, we still have the master kind of working his immediately. Um, yeah, 
yeah, his his powers of you will obey me. Um, and and does it in a way without saying you will obey me because that's a dead giveaway. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I I love Cassia. She is she is manic enough, and her hair is poofy enough that yes. I feel like she would be one of those really bonkers characters in like a Harry Potter film. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. I could see that. Yeah, um, but and let's if we can stay on Cassia just for a second because she does come under complete control yes. of the master, com- complete with uh, um, you know glowing led collar yeah okay um, well you know there's some imagery we could work into that but you know fair yeah but also i mean we need to okay we need to talk about this because are you going where i'm going how did no like uh, oh my 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 love where where did you get this new accessory with your outfit that is just in, <laughs> in sight and playing day that sometimes glows where did this come from you know it's like well, nobody Troconite raves are pretty intense. Man. I guess nobody noticed. That was like the only thing that I was kind of just like, oh, okay. Because I, I was going to go to the whole, um, like her glowing eyes. Oh, okay. Well, that was also hilarious. Which was absolutely <laughs> hilarious because I believe she had her eyes, the actress had her eyes closed. Yes. And these things were just like, you know, taped or glued onto her eyelids. Yeah. And they looked so silly. Yeah, they looked weird. So hilarious that I couldn't help but love it. Yeah, it was um is very weird. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um I thought the I thought the glowing red effect of both of them was fine though. I I thought that was oh, kind of yeah. cool, but oh boy. Oh boy. And then she turns yeah. into the smoke monster. She does. She totally turns into the smoke monster from Lost. Who knew? Yeah. Woof. Who knew? Yes, we do get a very rapid succession of uh keepers. Yes. For the here yeah many trapper keepers they're many indeed they're uh so i mean i assume that the master knew all along like if i land here i'm good and i'll if i get that power i can do whatever i want i i would like to think so because i if i remember correctly when we see the master in the deadly assassin and he's not doing good. No. You know, he's he's kind of like, I'm falling apart here. Yeah, um, yes. You know, I would have thought he would have fallen apart by now, but maybe there is something in this kind of calcification process that kind of slowed that that degeneration. Oh, maybe. Um, and And, you know, by way of that, he goes, oh, that's, of course, Trocken. They have the source. I can use that power. Yes. You know, very possible. They don't really explain it, but we've got enough to at least kind of infer a couple of possibilities. Yeah. So this is which, okay. So we have Delgado and then we have, um, the deadly assassin one, right? Right. Jeffrey Beavers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and then we have Ainley. Ainley. Okay. Yep. Double. I was just double checking here. Nope, you're fair. That's so fair. we. Well, Peter Pratt played the Deadly Assassin one, right? Oh, you know what? You are absolutely correct. I always, I always credit that to Beavers in my head, and I'm wrong. So, so yeah, it was. So it goes Delgado, Pratt, uh, Be- Beavers, and then uh, Ainley. Okay, right. But uh, they're uh, Pratt and Beavers are both playing the same incarnation. Yes. 
the 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 I'm I'm melty melty master. Yes. <laughs> Correct, but you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. That is two different actors. Oh man, love it. I love yep. it. Um. Yep. All right. So I'm trying to think of because, like I said, for me that there was a lot of like we're very peaceful and we got this old guy that sits in a chair. I was more interested. In, I guess which turned out to be the a plot which was um you know what's going on with the milk or what's going on with that mm-hmm. um and also i will say i was like watching it and then i don't even think i knew like they bring nessa up when they're like they have their wedding yeah and i was sitting there and i was like i like i it did not register with me i was just like watching it and i was like oh wait that's nissa oh wow <laughs> Really? Yeah, I was like, oh. And then it's even funnier because it didn't register that that was Ainsley. Like, I was just intently watching this, apparently, and not getting the clues that were right in front of my face. Yeah, interesting. No, Ainsley does such a great job. Oh, he's great in this. Just as as, as Tremus. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can tell he is, you know, that caliber of actor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and and so when when he does finally at the end, you know, he does kind of like transform into his his master outfit and his and his you know his hair is just dark dark black and he's got his goatee and it's just like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> all right we're 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 in for a ride yeah yeah absolutely um I will say like the so I mean the. The master. I wonder if the master's plan the entire time was to take over the doctor's body, um, or was it just like, oh, the doctor's here, I'm going to take it. You know, I, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I certainly. I mean, he's devious enough to be like, well, oh, you know, that's the other thing. Neither Adric or um, the doctor sent the controls to come to that planet. Correct. So the keeper did. I wonder. Yeah. Well, and I don't think, you know, I don't think the Keeper was under any sort of influence. No. So is it just like the master. that was just like, that just happened, it just was a coincidence? I, I th- well, I mean, he's, you know, the, 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 the Keeper's talking. Oh, the master being there? No, no, being I'm sorry. It's just like, I feel like he's the master and he basically, um, you know, he, he's got the plan. Mm-hmm. He knows, he knows what he has, what small things he has to do to shift to make things go his way right right so you know i just no i i think i think you know i think the keeper recognized that the master in melker right his tardis having taken that form is a great evil and is working his influence on the people of trocken right um and and goes you know I need help or our people need help. Yes. And I don't know, Dr. Happens to be flying by. However that works, I guess. Yeah. And so, you know, he astrally pops in there, shows him his slideshow, um, about Trocken and is like, <laughs> yes. basically, I mean, yeah. he's, he's literally got, like, we've got exposition time with oh, the keeper slideshow, uh, and goes, this is going to be dangerous. And it's, going to be fraught with peril but you're going to trocken you're going to trocken whether you like it or not oh boy kind of yeah yeah huh all right i mean i just it, it it's just 
I don't know. Oh, because he because they appear. You know what? It okay because they appear in the the TARDIS lands in the garden like right across the way from. Yes. So I mean, I'm gonna assume that the master might have you know uh, what Influenced like stepped on the butterfly and created all this or something. You know, I I mean possibly. I think like you said, nudging things. Yes. So things start going his way and and i think it's very easy to say that you know once we have both the doctor and then obviously cassia under the master's influence it's the the waves are propagating more it's yes. speeding up yeah things are just literally falling to pieces you know this 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 harmonious trocken union that has been around for so long that they can actually hardly recognize or accept when evil has actually shown up yes you know, that it, you know, just all comes tumbling down just in rapid succession. Yeah. And I mean, so he can't get the doctor's body. So he ends up getting, uh, he ends up getting, uh, Tramus's body, which just yep. seems so, so literally like what he goes to fix the clock and like I, that whole part in episode four is a little convoluted for me. Cause I did not, you know, everything seems to be wrapped up. Everything's done. And this is like, oh, let's here, let's go, let's go clean up your office or whatever it was. And he goes, just a moment, my dear, I need to take care of something really quick, or I need to look into something really quick. Yes. I forget exactly what the words were. And he goes to this total like grandfathery clock clock, which you wouldn't think you'd find on Trocken, but he doesn't approach it with trepidation or, or No, he just kind of walks up to it confused. and confused. He's just like, oh, it's running a little slow. Let me move the hands. Yeah. Or whatever. And it opens up and, you know, boom, there's the master. Well, he gets he, stuck like, to it. Oh, yes, that's right. That's right. He 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 gets mime glued to it. Um, and yeah. then the master pops out. I think ah, like he literally body. lays a hand on him. Yes. A new body at last. He and doesn't then, even let, let no, he doesn't even like touch him. He just goes up like next to him and kind of just like shifts into him. Okay, I thought there was a touch involved, but I don't okay. think he touches him. I, Maybe he grabs his arm just to like get leverage to side side meld into him. I don't know. Maybe. But. Maybe that's what it is. But yes, it's so just it's so quick. It there's no he gets a fancy haircut. Scenery, there's no, yeah, it's it's literally just. Boop. Well, he gets a haircut. Like it's so funny that like he's like ah now I am merging bodies with you, and then it's like oh boy we can't be gray in this body or have long <laughs> hair and, and this outfit will not do. It's just like very strange. Yep. That like his entire yep. being changes after he melds bodies with him. But hey. Yep. And he goes, you know what I miss having? I miss I miss when I had a goatee. He, yes, a shorter goatee. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there we go. And the gamely master is born. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Indeed. Very cool. I'm trying to think of what else was. You know what? You know what's funny? We're sitting here and like the, um, you know, we, we find out that the, the Melker is a robot. Or so we thought at first, like, oh, there's right. a there's little guy in there. He's mm-hmm. controlling everything. Um, and, you know, in episode three, we're kind of figuring out, all right, this dude's he wants to he wants to be the new um, the new keeper or. It, well, I mean, because he he uh, he's like, you're going to be the keeper and then I'm going to turn you into um, a sweet misting breeze that I will 
uh, absorb or something. <laughs> yes. I don't know what is going on there. But um, and then I will become the keeper. So, but in the midst of all this, when 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 the uh, the Melker finally moves, uh, it makes a very familiar sound. Right. Thank you. Yes, we get TARDIS, you know, handbrake sounds. Yeah. And you know, at no point does the doctor go, oh, my God. Yeah. It must be. Or, oh, my gosh, TARDIS sounds. You know, none that, of that. You know who puts that together? Adric. Yeah. <laughs> Which is insane to me, especially because I believe uh, the doctor says, I have the oddest feeling that we've met somewhere before. He says something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you not hear the, the TARDIS sound that it makes? It makes the sound yeah. your thing makes. Yeah, it's very, exactly. Very weird. It, it really is. And it, 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 it would almost be better if the sound just wasn't there. Yeah. It, it really would. I, I mean, I don't think even a sound engineer could argue, oh, it's just it's a clue for the audience. Well, no, if it's heard, you have to assume it's heard by the characters. Yeah. You know, um, I don't have I don't have anything good for that. Like that, that, that is a, a, a bad mark on the episode that that does not um, pay off or pan out. Yeah. In some way. Um, but I, speaking of episode three, though, this is the point where we kind of see that um, this is good with technology. Yes. Because um, she makes this laser gun. I will say. Yeah. Oh, the ion bonder. Yes. yes. The ion bonder. So I love the ion bonder. I think it's very cool that she's just like, yep, I'm going to make this thing. I will say like N- Nissa using it was fine. It was a little like disturbing when the doctor's just like ray gun dropping people with it. <laughs> yes, because he's like, "Oh, that's very impressive. Let me see that. Oh, he Let me look <laughs> at that." And he just totally pockets it. Yeah, totally pockets it, and then yes, actually uses it to great extent to just be dropping bodies. Oh yeah, whenever it's convenient. Yes, which was I uh, think that's why it was because <laughs> he's just like walking up to people and just like grabbing them and shooting them and I'm like Oh yeah, is... sometimes sometimes in very close quarters. Yeah. Um but I have to ask I I I, I was thinking about it when I watched it and I want to just run it past you. Is Nissa the last of like the properly smart sciency female companions until Ace comes along? Oh boy. Um because I'm thinking about it like I know that Mel was supposed to be like a computer program. Yes. But that we don't really see that come to any use on screen. Okay, we got Nissa Tegan. I, ha- Tegan I have it up. for Tegan for as much as we love her. It's a flight attendant and honestly complained much of the time. Mm. Um, Perry for as smart as she is and her background in archaeology. Yes. Um, and stuff. I, I don't really feel like we get her doing a whole lot of like, oh, yes, I see how this goes together. Let me connect these wires and blow stuff up or whatever. Yeah. Mel? No? I, I Wait, don't. What was. Why can't I remember what her, her vocation was? Computer programmer. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. But that, that seems to never come up. Uh, Holloway was a reporter, right? Well, that was TV movie. That's post Ace. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think Ace is. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Just popped into my head. I was like, oh, I think so. But let me see what John thinks. Yeah. That, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh man. What was I, 
What was I? Well, we were talking about the the uh, what, what was it called? Not the la- I called it a laser gun. The oh, the ion bonder. The ion bonder. Yeah, it was yeah. just really weird to just watch the doctor go. Oh, hum. And I mean, I know he didn't murder any of them, but just like right. dropping fools left and right was, oh, was yeah. pretty weird. Well, and when he inspects the two that, that Nyssa first stuns, he's like, oh, they'll be out for a while. And then like literally three seconds later, after they've walked off screen and the next characters walk onto screen. Yeah. Uh, Counselor Neiman, I think his name is. Um, oh, they're just waking up. I'm like, That's not really a long time, Doctor. <laughs> I guess it's long enough. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Um, although I, I, I will say the doctor at, at one point, at least finally kind of like gives us a Duggan esque move. Cause I really wasn't feeling like there was a whole lot in this uh, story for much of it. But oh he, yes. I mean, he, he starts cracking heads at one point. Yes. He cracks three heads together. Exactly. Yeah. That was good Which stuff. I was like, okay, that's impressive. Nicely done. I like that. That was yep. good. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I really don't have a I don't have a lot else to say. I mean, I thought it was a good introduction of, of two characters. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. a technically a reintroduction of one. Well yeah. Um I I enjoyed the things I enjoyed and everything else was kinda eh. It, it, yeah. It was I mean, it, there wasn't a lot of meat. It was a very straightforward kind of laid back kind of story where it's like our supreme being is dying, we need a new supreme being, we have this rock rock lobster outside <laughs> um yes and he 52's references he seems to be uh mucking things up and yeah here's yada yada here's the master yeah pretty much yada yada here's the master um anyway here's wonderwall um anyway yes. no it, it really it's it's yeah apparently apparently giant storms whip up when the keeper dies yeah it's kind of crazy um and it i'm guessing the source is technically a gas fireplace yeah i mean if i'm not mistaken yes oh the source oh yeah. uh, it's dying it's going out well no it's just a it's just a clog in the line just turn up the gas there see there you go you'll figure it out yeah you'll be yeah, okay that little flame effect is back yeah <laughs> oh man goodness yeah. yeah and then we end with father where are you yes yeah, so sad oh god this uh oh. but great ending because you know this is a three-parter so i like yes it. yes and of course we've already watched the other two parts so yeah so go go in the archives listen to that <laughs> have a good time right um, okay anything else before we start hitting some buttons gosh not that i could think of honestly all right here we go i've got all the machinery i need stand back it's time wow that echo it's there for a while good job yeah thank you love it thank you you taught me a lot of things about audacity so oh. i owe a lot of that to you thank you oh man audacity uh, man Auto ducking. <laughs> Auto ducking's great. Auto ducking, indeed. Anyway, um, yeah, we've got some ion bonder blasts. Yeah, uh, some control collar induced pain. Mm. The doctor cracks some heads, and granted, does drop a lot of dudes with that ion bonder. Yeah, but honestly, pretty much all of that happens in the last two episodes. Yeah, not not a lot of stuff going on in the first couple. It's just kind of like, yeah. I, I mean, so I'm... give it. What do you get? What are you going with? I'm kind of honestly, I'm kind of just in the three range. Yeah. I'm not like, it's like, okay. Yeah. The Kraken heads was cool. That was one thing. Ion bonder. Okay. Yeah. You did use it a lot, but there wasn't a lot of variety. Yeah. 
And again, you go half the story before any of this stuff starts to happen. It's kind of like, you know, I'll give you a three for effort. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, I'm there with you on that. All right. All right. All right. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scale. <laughs> I mean, I I can't think of anything. Yeah, it's not terribly scary. It's not even really kind of scary. I mean, I'd say the only thing that's kind of like disturbing is um, a creepy, slimy, decaying man taking over another man's body. I mean, okay, fair. That's about I, it. I, I, I will give you that, um, but much like you know, my kids watching Ghostbusters, the effect of that happening, yeah, is not terribly fear-inducing. No, not at all. Um, I wouldn't even say the story is terribly tense. No, it's just kind of you, know, you know moving along. Yeah, there's not this weight of oh god, what's going to happen? You know, the cliffhangers aren't terribly impressive. No, um, I think only one of them really kind of feels like a cliffhanger. The others are just like, oh, this is a good place to end this, end this episode. Yeah. Off we go to the next one. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. <laughs> and Our, there goes season 18. There it is in the books. We can uh, highlight it in, I think, green. I can't remember already. Um, Probably. Yeah, we did it. Wow. Another season. There you go. I don't know how I feel overall about this season. I feel like I feel like the uh, the people who uh, worked on this season feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly, I, I think I think season eighteen has some real high points. I think it does have some stuff that was really good. Yeah, I I also definitely have a greater appreciation for it based on the struggles and the challenges they faced. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and much of that. So while even the stuff that didn't land very well is kind of like, it's like, okay, but look what they had to work with. Yeah. You know, oh, here's this carpenter strike. Oh, here they were, you know, no scene could satisfy them. They wanted to change every last thing, (laughs) whatever it was, you know, there's always something. Always something. Always something. Goodness. Yeah. Oh boy! Well, um, you want me to talk, tell everybody what we're watching that we because we didn't really sure. we didn't know whose turn it was, I so couldn't remember. I couldn't either. Well, so what are we I made a suggestion. Yeah. You liked it? Well, we're going to watch Resurrection of the Daleks. Yes, that one's starring Peter Davison as the Doctor, Janet Fielding making her departure as Tegan, and Mark Strickson as Turlo. It was written by Eric Sayward and directed by Matthew Robinson. Oh boy, I think this. So hey, good news: an episode without Adric in it next time. Hey, we did it. <laughs> oh, technically we've. Have we watched? No, we haven't watched all of his run. I was going to say we watched all of his, all all of Adric's episodes. Yeah, I, I don't think have, we have. No, I would have to go and double check. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. I think we're close. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, let's see the podcast. We'll go to Podcastica episodes here, <laughs> and we'll go to so 21 season 18 is done. Yes. When did he last till Earthshock? Which was season Which I think in. I think it was 19. I don't think that was season 20. That was season 19. Yeah. So we have watched... Yeah, we've watched his entire... Okay. Entire run. Oh, this was our last Adric episode. This is the last Adric. No more Adrics. Wow, man. There you go. So we're like... I mean, I'm looking at this, folks, and we've we've done good work here. 
I mean, I guess 262 episodes in, you better be doing good work. Um, I would hope so. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I'm looking here, and I mean, we're. I don't think we're we're anywhere near cleaning up four, but we're close. I think we got a little ways to go still. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like if we wanted to start wrapping up like third Doctor stuff, we'd have to start getting into six parters. Yeah, and I'm looking at season uh, twenty one, and I think we're we're almost pretty close to closing that one out. So we're almost done with the fifth Doctor. Yeah, I got to update the stats already. Right? How far behind <laughs> am I? Oh, I'm not that far behind. Mm-mm, I don't think so. Look at that. Look at that. All right. Well, uh, Taylor, why don't we uh, d- talk a little bit about um, uh, Up All Night Again? All Night? Oh, All Night with the Living Geeks? Yes. Yeah. Wow. A brand new episode uh, dropped uh, almost a week ago, about five days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we are finally, like, we've been building up to it, and we are we are starting our first of three episodes where we are looking at the documentary Hellier. Uh, We're breaking the 15 parts of the story so far into um, five part chunks. Uh So each month we're looking at like part one through five, six through 10, 11 through 15. Um, So yeah, seven, I sat down and uh, recorded for a very long time last Monday. I saw Uh, that. (laughs) I think the total recording time was just over two hours. Oh boy. We, We were up till 1030 on a Monday night. Yikes! Um, I, the the finished product was more like an hour fifty. Oh, okay. Once everything's edited and all the silence gets cut out and everything like that. So, um, but it was really good. We we touched on some interesting stuff. We made some uh, uh, some theories. Looked at uh, looked more in depth at a, a few things, and um, yeah, it was good. It was good. It would have been awesome to have the soundboard there, but we made it work. Yeah. Uh, regardless, and that's okay. It's okay. You can't be at everyone, and that's all right. Yes. Um, but by all means, folks, check it out. Give it a listen. Tell your friends. Absolutely. 100%. All right. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ThePodcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. Buddha 71 Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica and make sure you rate and review us as well. Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, also, shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Um, I don't think we have anything that would keep you... A, a tank top. We have tank tops. Yeah. Go over there and get, buy yourself a tank top to wear... In this uh, horrible, horrible weather uh, or heat. I don't know if heat is weather. It's just an abomination. I miss rain. I do too. (laughs) I miss seasons. Anyway, patreon.com slash NOTLG. If you just want to uh, support us monetarily, please head on over there. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. And uh, make sure you are still supporting your local shops any way you can. Retweets. And what else? Um, flare guns. Uh, don't do that. Um, no. you, you know, just support them any way you can. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get through it. We'll help them out as well. Definitely. All right. So join us again in two weeks time when we talk resurrection of the Daleks. And we'll see you guys then. See ya. like where's the voice of the milker coming from oh 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 wait no i was
totally shoot. <laughs> He's literally just playing Tremus. 